Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Thursday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Michael is going to produce the broadcast today. Uh, good to be back. It seems like we haven't done a show for a million years. Uh, for those who uh, sent well wishes, um, the reason I was out, I, uh, I, I went to my dad's uh, funeral service. Uh, it was a military event, and... Um, you know, until you, I've never been to one of those before, but uh, pretty, pretty moving thing. Very, very uh, emotional thing. Um, I'll tell you what, that 21-gun salute was loud. It was a lot, a lot louder than I thought it would be. Now, I was very close to it, but still, um Pretty, pretty good stuff. Believe it or not, there's a lot of stuff happening um, in the sports world, despite the fact that we're in June here. College World Series. Actually, now they call it the Men's College World Series. Um, we'll have Arkansas and Ole Miss for you at... Uh, little after about 345, Seth, some in there? Okay. Um, the winner advances to the College World Series final. So, and that'll be, our, that'll be uh, playing Oklahoma, by the way. So that's interesting. Imagine what this would have been like um, with Oklahoma and Texas being in to uh, the SEC, think of how dominant this would have been today. Think about that, right? How just incredibly dominant this this Men's College World Series would have been. Mm, Interesting. NBA draft. Tonight, I saw a mock draft that had Andrew Nemhard as a first-round draft selection. I, I Look, I hope he's a first-rounder. He's a really good kid, and that'd be great for him. And I don't evaluate NBA talent and don't tell you that I do, but he just does not seem like he's a first-round guy. But we'll see. The Magic have the first pick. Also, the Lightning, one game away from elimination, one game away from not winning another Stanley Cup, and I'll say this, 
Colorado has been really good. Really good. So we'll see. And then more uh, fallout from golf as we have Rory talking about the live. It's 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 just I don't, sad's not the word. I I, I don't want to say that, but wow, the tour commissioner saying that live is an irrational threat to golf. I'll, I'll tell you what it has done though. It has upped the um the money that the PGA is offering. So that's one good thing. Lots of afternoon baseball today. Lots of games today. The Rays are off today. The Rockies and the Marlins, the Giants and the Braves, the Cubs and the Pirates, the Dodgers and the Reds, the Guardians and the Twins, Cardinals and the Brewers, all underway uh, either at or before 2 o'clock. And we'll keep you updated. Clayton Kershaw pitches today uh, for the Dodgers. Um, and we will see what happens. Now, at this point, we cannot take phone calls. Um, and I hope that gets rectified soon because we can't do interview. We can't do anything. Um, and you don't want to hear me talk. I promise you, you don't. Uh, we can do emails, though. Um, so for the time being, you can email uh, S. Russell at WRUF.com, and I will get back with you on the phones. John says, in UF basketball, the recruiting class was ranked second in the SEC in 2018. Since then, the last four classes, UF's had an average SEC ranking of eighth out of 14. Is that evidence enough for you to explain why UF's not been overly successful in basketball the last three or four years, or is it High school signing class is not the way to grade incoming talent anymore. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, look, with the transfer portal now, it is harder to assess, or at least it's different to assess, what a class is, right? But, I mean, before this, before the portal really got to be a big deal, yeah, that was the way to do it, John. No question. About that, and yes, that is one of the reasons why Florida's not done so well. Um, Glennon Ocala says observations on the College World Series, other than the '73 Belmont, least competitive sporting event. You mean the horse race? Least competitive sporting event I've ever seen. Leave out last night's game, and the average margin of victory is six runs a game. Don't know what happened during the rain delay in games, but OU hasn't looked back since. True. Well, before that, OU had come into that regional playing very well. But 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 you're right. And last four teams left, three SEC, one soon to be. Apparently another sport of SEC domination. Yeah, I, I just mentioned that earlier, Glenn, that uh, it is definitely that. Okay, now. Oh, there we go. Okay, I thought I lost my... But I can hear myself again. Gator baseball. Some other players have entered the portal 
and uh, DeGote, the latest to do so. And look, you know, the Corey Robinsons and guys like that who are entering, that, that shouldn't surprise you. Again, they're young players who want to go play. Nick Pogue, you know, could, could be an ace, you know, maybe at a smaller school. You, you, you get that. And Hartman, I, I, don't, I just don't think Hartman was ready for this. Um, so, and then we'll see who the Gators go after in the portal. Gator football has to get down to 85 scholarships, and they've done so. They've released or let go three players, which is interesting. Um, Fenley Graham being one of them. And, you know, it, it's funny with him. He, I don't know if he ever – he was supposed to be this electric returner, but he never got the chance to do it. So it's kind of odd when you see, uh, you know, what his situation is. But hopefully for him, a chance to go and, uh, you know, get a fresh start somewhere else. That would be a good thing for him. Um, Okay, I'm going to, if we don't get the phones straightened out here, um, I can't do interviews or whatever, so we'll have to see what we can do. And we apologize for that. Um, but we'll continue to take emails as we can, uh, Russell at WRUF.com. And again, we'll try to keep you abreast of uh, you know, what's going on uh, in the sports world as well uh, as we continue here. First day back, we got issues. Happens. Um, there's a really good uh, story um, on ESPN.com. What happens to a franchise when it has to rebuild? You go all in, and then you don't get to it. Houston, the Rockets. Remember, they had, not long ago, they had James Harden, right? Well, there's a really uh, good story uh, when it comes to that, uh, as it says a very painful rebuild. And we'll see what happens with that tonight. It looks like Jabari Smith from Auburn, Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga, and Paulo Banchero from Duke are supposed to be one, two, three uh, coming up. The Magic look to take Jabari Smith. And let me, let me tell you, the Magic have some really nice young pieces, right? But... They've at some point, they've got to get better. I mean, it, it, you can't keep getting this talent and not do better. But that's the situation as it is now. Twelve thirteen time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM. WRUF. Wonderful product. I've lost 111 pounds using that product. 111 pounds. You could not believe the difference. I went from a size 48 pant to a 33 pant, and I've maintained that now for over almost a year now. Yeah, absolutely. Andro 400 has helped me lose 111 pounds, and I've maintained my weight for almost a year now. Thanks, James, for that inspiring testimony and 111 good reasons to choose Andro 400. The most effective and natural way to lose belly fat, increase libido, gain energy, 
strength and muscle while safely boosting your testosterone levels. So guys, how many reasons do you need for trying Andro 400? Well, here are two more great reasons. Order now and get free shipping plus an additional $6 off when you use the code SAVE6. That's SAVE6. Call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435 or go to andro400.com. andro400.com. Hey, sports fans, spring sports season is here. Basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited. Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online at Daughtry Tree Service. We believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell. You know, we're in the most active season of the year right now. But if you have joint pain, you can't live like you want to. It just takes the fun out of living. But I've got fantastic news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real, lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Yes, you can get real relief from pain with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Stop putting it off. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550 and get your life back. We are your home for Sunday night baseball all summer long. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Well, we're going to try something here. Okay, I hope I can get somebody to do this. Uh, we may have our phone lines back, so let's try it. Okay, 392-8255. You can still email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Greg says, great to hear you again. Hope your time off was restful. Your dad's military funeral must have been quite an honor. It was. Uh, he says, what's the limit on an SEC football roster, 85 scholarship, that's just not an SEC roster. Uh, and somebody can correct me, but I believe that's for everything. Um, okay, Steven says, do you think the Notre Dame baseball coach will even go to FSU? If I'm a betting man, I would say yes. Uh, I've not even looked into that today, to be honest. Um, but yes, I, I would think um, that would. He's, he's an FSU guy. Uh, you know, Link Jarrett, you would think. Um, now, because um, they are, the Notre Dame season is now over, well, certainly th that can be discussed now. And, and let's face it, right? If you didn't have a coach before this, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that 
they were waiting for Notre Dame to have its season end. So, but yeah, if I had to guess, guess, that's what it would be. And I think it'd be a good choice, too. Okay, all right. The phones do work, so hopefully we'll hear from you. And lots to talk about today. By the way, at the bottom of the hour today, Blake Alderman, 24-7 Sports. We'll talk a little Gator football recruiting. And Jonathan Acosta. You know what? You know what's also great? Both these guys are from our college. Jonathan covers Arkansas, and he'll talk about Arkansas baseball today. Um, BB says, welcome back, and be careful with your language. He says, after a three-year battle, Ohio State just won the right to trademark word the for all their or the for all their products, including sports, which has supposedly already helped generate twelve million dollars in revenue. I'm not sure if you'll be charged a dollar or a quarter each time to use it, so I'd strongly suggest you use other article adjectives until a dust settles. I'm personally trying to get a trademark for is and was due to their use in coaching. Yeah, I mean. They always say the Ohio State University, certainly. Um, Gator baseball players, um, 12 of them are going to summer leagues. Cape Cod League, Valley League, Coastal Plains League. Seven will play in the Cape Cod League. Um, Colby Halter, Ryan Slater, uh, Derek Fabian, Michael Robertson, I believe, is going to go are among those going there. Uh, in the Valley League, Karsten Finvold, Anthony Urcity, among those Matt Prevesk, among those going there. In the Cape Cod League, Philip Evan or Philip Abner and uh, Ty Evans are going there. So uh, that's kind of cool. Um, that's really good. Those leagues are fun, really fun. And uh, <clears throat> it'll be a good time. All right, come on, folks. Let's talk some sports here today, okay? NBA draft, baseball, whatever, 392-8255. And you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. We do have emails. That's good. Uh, but, you know, we like to hear from you. That's a really good thing. Uh, Rick says... Uh, Steve, a little MLB talk, okay. Uh, are the Yankees the best team in baseball? Uh, yeah. Right now, yes. I would say yes. I mean, look, it's end of June. There's a long way to go here, but they're playing really good baseball. And the Rays are not. Um. Wow. Okay. This just broke. Arch Manning has verbally committed to Texas. That's not a surprise. That that's where a lot of people thought he was leaning anyway. So he will join the SEC. How about that? PG, hello. Hey man. Um yeah, that's actually I was hoping you said Florida, but <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. But it's a heck of a lot better than Georgia. So that's probably my second second choice out of his finalists. Um, funny how all the Mannings went to different schools, though. Yeah. So, yeah. 
anyway. Um, so I know for years, and me and you have talked about this, about like what the market would bear. And I agree and disagree at times because I just thought some of the systems and, and sports change you know, from, from each major sporting group. But my question for you is, uh, and I know there's things behind the live, you know, organization and where it is and some of their mm-hmm. practices, but just like kind of like horse racing or boosters that don't really get much back uh, other than notoriety and having a winner. Do you feel like, you know, what they're doing with the amount of money that they're throwing out in that, that tournament or that you know, organization that is that what the market bears? Yes. I think, yeah. yeah, of course, PG. And I, and I say this because that's what's out there. Okay. I, you know what? I don't think anybody on the PGA Tour, Rory McIlroy, anybody, would have an issue if they didn't come out. And we all have a right to change our minds. But when some of golf's big names say, oh, I'm not going there, I'm staying with the PGA, and then turn around and, and, and change, well, look, what's this about? It's about money. I've said that from the first day of this. That's what this is about. I mean, n- not many people obviously care where the money is coming from, who is financing this, and there's no way, no way the PGA can compete monetarily with Liv. They can't. They don't have Saudi money. So they, they want to have the tradition. They have. It's funny, though. They've just announced... PG, where some of the events on the PGA Tour are gonna, will be more money. That's what this has helped do. Yeah, but it's still it's not as deep. And, and that's where, like, I get it. You can't have a definition of what the market bears if the market bears that, no matter if what is profitable. So I, I don't, from what I've seen and read, I'm not an expert, but they're not expecting to necessarily make money, you know, on that tour. They just want they just want it to be publicized and, and they don't make money in other ways. So I guess you have to go down the road a little bit further. Um, but I don't know, like it, it doesn't, it won't it just kind of ruin things in the end. I mean, you could almost say that about college football in a way, because you've got people and you can say NIL deals, these players are going to, some, some do work for it. I'm not saying that they're not working for it, but it's just a way to have a winner. I, you know, people have so much money. It's not really to produce more money. It's really to 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 say I have I have the winning horse. You know, and uh, I just don't know if that's really a market that can sustain. You know, it'll it'll destroy things over time. But they don't care. They don't exactly. care. And the reason they don't care, PG, is because of money. We, yeah. we, look, I, I've said this a million times. We can all talk about integrity and all that stuff. And I'm not saying you shouldn't, but in the end, we all work for money. We all do. Okay. And I'm not saying that some people can, can look, there's, I forget who said it on the PGA tour that said, you know, I make so much money hitting a little white ball around. It's ridiculous, which is true. Okay. But if you went to the live and you're making way more money how can you blame somebody for that if you just narrow it to that? We all work to be paid. I 100% agree, and that's my that's my that's where I stand on it. I was wondering where you were standing on it, as far as like markets, you know, like you know, a league 
the PGA, I mean, this could, I mean, if it continues, which seems like they're going to keep throwing money at it, you know, I guess you'll, you'll still have the Masters and the traditions, and it's just going to be different, just like college football. So, anyway, that's all I got. Okay. Man. I appreciate it. Yep, BG, thank you. Bring Byron here. Byron, hello. Hey, uh, Steve, I love to compliment your callers. And PG, I never met you, but I admire your calls. You're real intelligent, and, and you bring up some great stuff. So just kind of just uh, not knowing whatever about this, Steve, I, you brought up money. And I, I don't know nothing about golfers, and I'm not trying to pick on nobody, but money is, you know, I, I don't blame nobody, Steve, in these days when they get paid. So I can't understand it when people are mad when someone's making money. But but that's not the whole thing about it, but that, I, I agree with you in that. And, and secondly, Steve, I'm, I'm going to take my lumps because someone brought up the Ray of uh, uh, the Yankees. Man, they, they might be the best team this year, Steve. We cannot beat them. They just – man, I, I mean, we played them, what, six times in the last or whatever. I hope we get – I hope we threw it the Yankees for the rest of the year, the Rays, I mean. You're not. And the Lightning. They, oh, gosh. <laughs> you, you, I think you like to mess with me, Steve. But I, okay. I hope they don't play the Mets either with Pete Alonzo the way he's playing. Go, Pete. And uh, uh, Steve, the Lightning. Those avalanches are dangerous, man. I, I tell you. But, you know, I'm, I'm taking my lumps. I, I'm a Lightning and Rays fan. And I've been talking all year, so. Boy, we catching it. And last, Steve, I, I seen uh, Coach Nagel, I believe his name, up up in Jacksonville, and maybe he didn't get no one. But I, I haven't seen the Gators recruiting football or nothing up there for the last few years. I give him a hat. So that's what it's going to take. Not not who how good they are. You got to start recruiting the state and everywhere, Coach. Good job and go Gators. Byron, thanks. Well, it does matter how good they are. That does matter. 1228, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Good segue into Blake Alderman, 24-7 Sports, who will talk. Gator football recruiting next, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. If you're thinking about selling your home, waiting for the right time, you're not alone, because selling seems to be the easy part. Finding your next home can be tricky. Well, the realtor I trust and highly recommend you call to talk about this and much more when it comes to real estate, Scott Caldwell with your home sold guaranteed realty, especially uh, in the Ocala-Gainesville market. Why risk leaving money on the table with just any agent? He has an 18-year proven track record and expertise to help you sell and buy your next home. His name is his promise, your home sold guaranteed realty. He has guarantees and thousands of exclusive buyers in his database that create higher demand, multiple offers, and taking the hassle out of selling. This is how he nets his sellers almost 3% more money when compared to other agents. So call Scott today, 352-209-0000, 352-209-0000, or visit CallwellHasTheBuyers.com. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400 and I've maintained my weight at 172, gained muscle and energy. 
I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Pump it up this summer, literally. Underinflated tires can overheat and endanger lives. Whether you're driving across town or across Florida, make sure your tires are properly inflated, damage-free, and have adequate tread depth. The trip to your destination can be half the fun, so take your time and enjoy the ride. The Florida Highway Patrol reminds you to slow down and stay cool this summer. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Visit flhsmv.gov for more information. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, in the heart of Gator Nation. And you can now purchase our merchandise at the restaurant or online at shop.spurriers.com. We're all on this planet together. So join Odyssey and find your one thing. June is National Ocean Month, so it's a great month to help protect marine wildlife wherever you are. Remember to always cut up plastic six-pack rings. Better yet, reduce your use of disposable plastic altogether so that it doesn't end up in local waterways or oceans. And look to participate in a local beach, river, or park cleanup. Join Odyssey, and together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. A heat advisory is in effect across all of North Central Florida today. Sunny skies, highs in the upper 90s, with elevated humidity levels heating the seas close to 110 for several hours this afternoon. And we do have a chance for a few isolated thunderstorms, especially along and east of I-75 by the evening. Tonight, very warm lows in the upper 70s. Tomorrow, hot again, highs in the upper 90s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Deshaun Watson reaching a settlement with 20 of the 24 women. Now, it's 15 months into the process, and uh, just last week it was reported the NFL would look into a significant suspension for Watson. And maybe those reports made Watson and his attorney uneasy and decided to stop the bleeding. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, college football recruiting rarely stops. Blake Alderman, 24-7 Sports, who covers Gator football recruiting, joins us now. Blake, i got to ask you about Manning's decision here. I'm sure you've heard about this. I, I'm not surprised by this going to Texas. Are you? No, I wasn't. You know, I think that down the stretch, um, you know, it was looking more like a Texas-Georgia battle. Alabama got their guy, Eli Holstein. Um, you know, he did take the official visit to Alabama, but – um, Texas just always seemed like a place where he felt, you know, he really liked the city of Austin. You know, I think that he really liked the coaching staff there. I think maybe the one question he had as far as Texas went was just where the program's going, you know, compared to Georgia, who's coming off a national championship and, you know, having a lot of guys that were drafted this past year. But I think the official visits to both of those schools really made it clear. Texas was the school that everyone was kind of, you know, keeping the closest eye on of all those. But, you know, I, I wasn't surprised by it. Um, you know, good get it for Texas. You know, their quarterback room's looking really good. I'm just going to say that. They, they've got, I mean, people don't remember Hudson Card, who was a really high recruit, uh, the Ohio State kid, Murphy. I mean, that, that's a pretty good quarterback room. Yeah, definitely. And then you add in the number one player in the 2023 class in there. So, um, you know, I always think, you know, that it's kind of crazy that the, the way college football works now is, you know, the first question I was thinking, I was like, man, which one of those guys is going to go to the transfer portal first? Yeah. I mean, but that's – if you look at that, they're not going to all stay there. They're not. I mean, that's just how right. this is. Um, all right, let's, let's talk about the Gators here. A couple of commits here for Florida um, over the last few days since I had you on last, Blake. Talk about those recruits and what they do for Florida. Yeah, you know, Tommy Kinsler is a three-star offensive tackle out of the Ocala area. Um, he plays for Coach Brantley there at Trinity Catholic High School, which is, you know – known as you know they, they've got some guys every couple of years you know they're, they're a pretty consistent school as far as you know those those local school areas right there um you know they a couple of years back had quite a few d1 d uh offensive linemen on their roster you know they had um some guys that went to auburn you know one that went to florida and jake slaughter um but i had always talking with coaches around the area and people around the area that even whenever tommy kinsler was an underclassman you know that everyone thought that he was kind of the guy that had the most upside of all of those guys even when he was an underclassman and those guys were heading to their senior years you know i've talked to some other guys that you know cover different schools you know that were uh you know recruiting kinsler as well and he's a guy that yeah he's a middle three star as far as the rankings go but you know he's a guy that if you look at college coaches recruiting boards as far as the offensive line you know, Kinsler was higher on some of these schools' boards than some of these household four-star, high four-star type of names that, you know, a lot of these schools are recruiting. So, you know, I think that that speaks a testament to, to Kinsler's upside. You know, I think that that's a guy that Florida staff has been able to work out. They think he can play guard, he can play tackle. And those are the kind of guys that, you know, whenever you have that flexibility of being able to move around the front line, you know, those are the guys that get thrown in the fire earlier. You know, it's, it's obviously very hard to be a – true freshman or, you know, an underclassman type of guy that gets thrown in those SEC games as an offensive lineman. But I think that he's a guy that, you know, is he has a really high upside, and I think that his, his better years as far as playing years are ahead of him. You get him some coaching there from guys, you know, on Florida staff that have those NFL experiences. 
And, uh, you know, I think that he's one that Florida fans are going to be really happy that they brought into the fold um, a couple years down the road. So moving on from him, Florida also was able to flip Isaiah Nixon, who is a defensive end, Jack, linebacker type. Think of him as more of a Brenton Cox, edge rusher type of guy. That's what Florida calls that. I call him a buck. Um, but Florida calls it the jack position. Um, he They flipped him from UCF, you know, heading into his official visit uh, last weekend. He was committed there. He committed to to UCF back in April, which was kind of su- a surprise to me at the time because he had some of these SEC offers, you know, the Floridas, the Georgias, you know, the Auburns, you know, schools that were still recruiting him pretty hard before that commitment to UCF. In Florida, they kept kicking the tires on him. They had him in that official visit last weekend, like I said. And I think just the comparing Florida to UCF, you know, Florida has so many different things, so many resources for players, both on and off the field. And I think that, you know, talking with guys like Mike Peterson and Sean Spencer on Florida's coaching staff, I think he really liked their plan for him, um, a chance to play in the SEC, test himself against the best of the best. And, you know, he went home and after that official visit and, and backed off that UCF commitment. And a couple of days later, here we are, he's committed to Florida. So I think he's another guy that, I think, uh, you know, give him some time in a college program, you know, bulk him up a little bit because some of those edge rusher guys need to add some of that weight. Um, you know, I think that, you know, he's 75 tackle guy last season. I think he had like 10 sacks um, playing for Lakewood High School, which is where Dante Fowler went to school. Um, another guy, that, another former Gator that went there. So, um, you know, I really like his nose for the football. And I think that, you know, if you get him in that college strength and conditioning program, I think he's a guy that's going to be really good on the edge for Florida. What's next, Blake? Who are some uh, names we need to see here in the next few days? Uh, you know, the big name that everyone's been asking me about, you know, the four-star quarterback, Jaden Rashada, is set to make his decision on Sunday. He's wrapping up an official visit to Miami. He's already left. Um, he was there from Tuesday to today, um, wrapping up that official visit there, and he's going to make his decision on Sunday. Um, I don't quite know a time for that decision yet, but the finalists are Florida, Miami, LSU, Texas A&M. Um, you know, those are the, the main schools. Uh, Ole Miss is another one in there for him, too. So those are the five schools he'll decide from. I had been thinking that it's going to be a Florida A&M battle. I think that those were the two schools that I, I had at least been hearing the most of. I think Miami had a really good visit with him. I think that they're a player there. Um, so I think at this point, he and his family are going to go back home and kind of talk things over, see how, you know, just kind of let all the visit high wear off and all those kinds of things. And he'll make his decision on Sunday. So that's Florida fans are really hoping can swing their way. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on that one. You know, I, I had been feeling really good for Florida there. I think that the Miami visit, I'm, I'm waiting to see, you know, what word I get on how the visit went, if that's changed anything. So um, that's a big decision for Florida. Another guy coming up with a decision is on June 30th. It's four-star running back Trayon Webb. Another guy that I've had felt pretty confident on Florida. My pick, my 24-7 sports crystal ball is on Florida. It's been on there for two, three months now. Um, Penn State is looking like the biggest competition there. He's recently taken an official visit there. Uh, Juwan Sider, who's a really good recruiter, who was a really good coach at Florida, is mm-hmm. his main recruiter at Penn State, and he's done a good job with him. And, you know, the Nittany Lions have some confidence coming out of there, but I think that Florida, you know, just the, the he's a legacy. You know, D. Webb was his, his, his cousin, his former player at Florida. Um, he's been to Florida a bunch of times already. He's got an official visit this weekend coming up to South Carolina. So I think that after you take the official visits and let everything kind of wear off, you know, you'll see if uh, if any schools did enough to kind of throw Florida off that top spot. You know, this is a guy that's 
you know, even before his junior year was done in high school, he had already made two decisions. He's committed to Oklahoma and decommitted since. He's committed to Georgia and decommitted since. So this guy has definitely shown he can change his mind. So that's one <laughs> where, you know, I'm keeping a little bit of a closer eye on, but I have liked Florida there for the longest time. Blake Allerman with us, 24-7 sports, talking college football recruiting. Blake, I think the question that I hear, you know, from Gator fans is, you know, look, it's going to take some time, right? But the Ohio, Ohio State just got another, you know, big-time wide receiver commit. Georgia is doing well. You know, Notre Dame has the number one class, I think, in your 2023 rankings at this point. So what I hear is, well, when is Napier going to start getting those five-star guys? When is, you know, Florida going to start reeling those guys in? Is that still an open question? I think it is, you know, and I understand that fans want those guys to jump on board. Um, I think a lot of the five-star guys um, that Florida's recruiting are looking to make a decision a little bit later in the process. Um, You know, they've had a guy like A.J. Harris, who was, you know, a five-star cornerback that was high on Florida back in the spring and just recently committed to Georgia. But it had been – it wasn't much of a surprise. You know, things had started to kind of trend that way to Georgia. But, you know, I think with Florida, when dealing with a lot of these kids in the state of Florida, where Florida's trying to really lock down that state, I mean, these are guys that, you know, they want to take all their official visits. Some of them want to make decisions later in the fall. Some of these guys have already set decision dates. So I think that, you know, the five-star guys, if Florida continues – to me, recruiting is a lot like dominoes. You know, you have a domino effect. If Florida is able to land a Jade Rashada, you know, a polarizing top 50 quarterback, you know, that's going to get a lot of eyes on them. So I think if, for Florida, if getting some of those big guys, some of those dominoes to fall, I think that that's where a lot of guys are going to start taking notice at Florida, start looking at Florida. Maybe if they're not already looking into Florida as it is, they'll take a visit down the road and look more into them just because of having a bell cow like that in their class. So, you know, I think in general – this staff had to flip a lot of the script of what recruits thought of Florida from the other staff that was there before. And I think that's just a testament of those guys really weren't active in recruiting. You know, they weren't really getting those polarizing types of names. So this staff had their work cut out for them. You know, they needed to mend fences between, you know, some of these guys that weren't high on Florida before college coach, or excuse me, high school coaches in the area that weren't really feeling the love from Florida before. Um, so I, I think that it's something that you're going to have to build with time. And, uh, you know, if they continue to be aggressive with recruiting and, you know, have a, a decent enough season this year to show that, you know, the, the recruiting is, you know, they just need some of these guys in their recruiting to build that roster up. So I think for Florida, you know, it's unfair because everyone wants to be like, well, Notre Dame just had a coaching change and this, that, and the other, and all these schools did that. But I think for Florida, it's a total rebuild. You know, you've got guys that didn't have a lot of ties to the state of Florida. So I think that it is a, a building process and, and it's something that's going to have to come with time. Blake, I have one minute left, and I wanted to ask about Cristobal because he's always been known as a really, really good recruiter in Florida, you know, wants to go down uh, to the southern part of the state and recruit. How big a factor could he be if he gets it going at Miami? I think he could be a huge factor. I think that he's a guy that, you know, has shown that, you know, maybe he's not quite as good of a coach as he is a recruiter, and that's not to say he's a terrible coach, but I think if you think of Mario Cristobal, you think of a guy that's a relentless recruiter. So I think that if he can get things going as far as recruiting down there in South Florida where all the schools in the country want to come down and pluck those guys, if he can get some of those guys in there to stay home and and build that roster up, I think Miami could have a chance to, to make a run. Okay. Blake, where can people see your work? Yeah, thanks. Swap 24-7. It's uh, the Florida Gators 24-7 site. Uh, we're wrapping up a pretty busy June coming up. The 
I was out at the uh, seven-on-seven event they had yesterday on campus. They had 28 high school teams out there, so I've got some some content coming from that. Last official visit weekend coming up this weekend. Uh, they had some midweek guys on campus earlier this week that I just wrapped up writing some stories on those. So uh, things probably as far as busy guys coming to campus will slow down there in July when that dead period comes in, but we're right back at it in the end of July, and you know there's going to be guys that are going to be setting dates. So, you know, like you said, heading into the show, recruiting never sleeps. So, you know, it's it's always a busy time over here. It sure is. Always appreciate you, Blake. Thank you. Ah, uh, thanks. Have me on. Yep, Blake Allerman, twenty four seven Sports, talking college football recruiting. Does a really good job of it. Twelve forty six. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll open the phone lines for you. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at Dick Mondell's Belonging isn't just about fitting in, it's about feeling at home. That's why at Radiant Credit Union, belonging means more than just getting great financial services. It's the warm smiles when you walk into a branch, the care we take when decisions affect your life, and the love we have for this community, (laughs) even if we do cheer a bit too loud at Little League games. At Radiant Credit Union, you belong. Learn more about Radiant Credit Union's free checking accounts with cash back on everyday purchases at RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi includes advanced security to help protect all your connected devices. You'll get real-time alerts. Oh, like this one. So you don't have to worry about malware. Or when your kid downloads a song from a shady link. And now all your computer can play is... Red color, red color, where are you? All blocked, thanks to advanced security, included with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Advanced security must be enabled in the Panoramic Wi-Fi app. Restrictions apply. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon, you wish would never end. The homemade taste of bluebell, and good friends gathered round. The good old days are being made right now. Our cookie two-step ice cream is a creamy vanilla ice cream with hints of brown sugar, chunks of chocolate cream-filled cookies, and tasty chocolate chip cookie dough pieces. Cookie two-step has everybody's taste buds two-stepping. And one and two. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days. Look for Bluebell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today. The 
WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Okay, let's get uh, phone lines cranked up here. Jonathan Acosta, who covers Arkansas, will join us on the last segment of the show today to talk about their game today with Ole Miss. Very competitive game yesterday. Arkansas had to win to stay alive. And if this was, what, a couple of years from now, this would be an all-SEC Men's College World Series final. Yeah, but uh, not quite yet. 392-8255. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Jonesy says, do you think teams' legacies are effective equally across all sports? For example, Golden State loses the NBA championship and didn't get that fourth ring. Now Tampa Bay Lightning loses this repeat. Do you think legacy be affected? I'm not quite sure, Jonesy, what you mean by that. Look, if the Lightning, let's just say they lose. Their legacy is they just won back-to-back Stanley Cups before this. So how is their legacy tarnished? Now, I'm not quite sure what you mean about Golden State. Um, so write me another email and maybe clarify what you're saying because I don't quite understand. I mean, look. If the Lightning did win or do win, then they're the first team since the Islanders to win more than back-to-back Stanley Cups. So, I mean, that would that increase their – sure. But, again, you have to look at it in the bigger picture, I think. Uh, let's see here. Mark says um, – This is a long email. Um, He basically wants to know um, with Gator football where I think the team is going to end up. Look, it's going to start. You're going to start seeing preseason polls and the preseason magazines come out. I think you're going to see Kentucky be ranked, and Florida won't be. So if Florida can beat Kentucky. That's a feather in the cap. Utah, I think, is going to be a consensus top 10 team. What if Florida pulls that upset at home? It'll be electric here, game one. New era starting, you know, all that. And I don't, I mean, Utah's a veteran team, but they're going to go into a pretty tough place when that season opener happens. So, I mean, again, if you can do that, yeah, that's big time. Paul, I was you know I was afraid of this when I came back. We're in the time of the year now when got about another what five weeks maybe where we're going to be in. If you don't like the NBA or you don't like Major League Baseball, you know then you're going to we're, we're going to be where we are. That's just kind of how it is. Um, but it's still 
fun to do. All right, let's get uh, one more here. Uh, this is Vic. It says, Steve, glad you're back. Welcome back. Um, my question to you is with Gator Baseball. How many Gator players do you think will end up in the portal? I don't know. I, I Look, you've got, I think I just said, Degote, uh Hartman, uh, Pogue, Corey Robinson, Gassetti. Could there be a couple of more? You know, maybe. But there's no doubt, no doubt in my mind, that Sully is going to go to the transfer portal to get help. Don't expect, you know, 50 guys that come in from the portal, but he'll be, I think, a little bit more aggressive in that. Now, as we get set for the second hour here, I'm going to ask a series of questions over the summer and get your thoughts. And we're going to start, because it's the season, with baseball. Who is the best Gator player to ever play in the big leagues? You can give me a top two or three. Okay? Best Gator player to ever play in the big leagues. And what I mean by that is forget what they did in college. How would you give me Gator players and how they rank in terms of their major league performance? Who would your top two or three be? I have a surprising pick in mind. Because if you look back at some of the Gators, there's not really been great Gator players. Good Gator players, right? I mean, a Matt Laporta, a guy like that, because of his hype, coming out of college, but, you know, he wasn't a great player, you know, serviceable player, certainly. Um, but anyway, get your thoughts on that. Your your top three Gator baseball players as far as being a pro is concerned. Um, and then, again, Jonathan Acosta. Tomorrow, Shamar James, Gator football player, will join us, part of our uh, cooperative with the Gator Collective. He'll be with us tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Uh, Bill, I got a lot of emails, not so many calls today. Uh, oh, let me get you caught up on baseball first. I told you I would do that because um, there's a lot of afternoon baseball today to be played. Um, is anybody watching the college, the Men's College World Series too? I have, and I think it's been pretty good. But we had a couple of emails that said it wasn't. And look, if you're not in the SEC, I get it. Marlins lead the Rockies 1-0 in the third. Giants and the Braves are 1-1 in the second. Cubbies and the Pirates, Dodgers and the Reds are scoreless. Cubs and the Pirates in the first. Dodgers and the Reds in the second. Twins will face the suddenly resurgent Guardians uh, today, and that'll be just after 1 o'clock. So a lot happening, uh, and, and we'll keep you up to date on those scores today. 
392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. We're going to get a final call this hour from Jake. Jake, hello. Yeah, hey. Yeah, I've been watching the College World Series, Steve. I think it's been real good. I was, a, I was kind of pulling for Notre Dame a little bit just because they were such an underdog, but I think it's been a really good World Series. It's a damn shame that we didn't beat Oklahoma. They've done so well, but don't know that we would have done any good anyway. But uh, I think the Arkansas uh, Ole Miss two games have been phenomenal. Tonight's going to be really a big one. And, uh, Obviously, yeah, this afternoon. By the way, it's 4 o'clock today. Yeah, it's 4 o'clock. I think whoever comes out on that is, you know, deserves it. They both are really deserving, but they're both going to kind of be feeling a little heat from Oklahoma because I think they're both throwing their aces tonight. So they'll be out for the first game or so against Oklahoma, whoever wins. Well, that's, so. that's what Oklahoma gets the luxury of doing because of what they did. They sit back and wait. Um, and yeah, that's exactly. you know, but you got to get there, so you got to you you got to throw the kitchen sink. You all you you got to get to the final and then go from there. But you know, last night's game was really good. Arkansas pitched it really well last night. Hung on to win at the end, so we'll see what happens today. Bases loaded, none out, wasn't it? Yeah, on the bottom. Yeah, that was pretty 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 phenomenal what the guy pulled off. Yep. But uh, you know, Arkansas I think is a little stronger, but I. I I was kind of surprised. The Ole Miss wasn't really all that great this year, were they? No, they were the last, supposedly the last team to make the tournament. So, uh, you know, what they've done has been pretty good. Jake, I appreciate your call. Thank you. And uh, that's going to do it for our first hour. Hour two coming up. Stay with us. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So it's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing. Makes you feel relaxed. Like, you know, you're part of the family. And that's, I want an exceptional work. Um, that's why I came to exceptional. In exceptional dentistry, it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the, with the team here. Love Dr. Art. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. People here are raving about QC Kinetics and how regenerative medicine has changed their life. 
people like Helen, an avid mountain climber who got sidelined when an accident left her knees in constant pain. I was not able to train or do really anything on my knee. Helen was told surgery would be her only option, but then she found QC Kinetics and was treated with natural biologics designed to repair and restore tissue in her knees. Three months later, she was climbing the highest mountain in North America. I got a very quick resolution to my pain. I began treatment in March and I summited Denali June the 7th. It was super successful and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. Get your life back with lasting results. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Call QC Kinetics today. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene. Michael producing today on a hot, hot, hot day in Gainesville. When I was in Minnesota for my dad's funeral service, it was 98 degrees. And those Minnesotans aren't used to that. It was really hot. Um, But we're used to this here, aren't we? Yeah. Jonathan Acosta, who covers Arkansas, is going to join us at the last segment of the hour to preview Arkansas Ole Miss today in the men's College World Series. We'll have the game for you live as we have throughout covering the men's College World Series. All right. If you're a Gator baseball fan, okay, give me your top three Gator baseball players as pros. Okay. Who, how would you rank them? Well, I'm not sure how I would rank them one, two, or three, but probably Al Rosen would be number one. He did not have a long career. He only, I think he played nine or ten years. But in his prime, Al Rosen drove in over 100 runs in five consecutive seasons and was the MVP of the league in 1953. So he would be, I think, the best Gator pro because he he drove in 116, 102, 105, 145, and 102 runs but then declined. Drove an 81 in 55. He was an all-star in 56. He drove in 61 and then was done. Number two, probably David Eckstein, um, who was a multiple world champion. And number three, Brad Wilkerson. Those would be my three. And there's a couple of other guys who I think um, had very good careers but were kind of overlooked. And now, if you look at who's the best player now in the big leagues from Florida, you would certainly say Pete Alonzo. And I really 
debated Wilkerson or Alonzo at three, but Wilkie played a long time. Pete, I think, as you know, certainly the numbers speak for themselves, but you know, hadn't done it for a real long time. But you want to chime in with that, you can. In the meantime, hope to hear from you. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email S Russell at WRUF.com. Arch Manning today decides he's going to play college football at Texas. That that doesn't shock me. Most people I know thought he would choose Texas. He did. And big get for the Longhorns. Their quarterback room right now is uh, quite good. Quite good. Will they all stay there? That is another subject totally. We will see. A bunch of afternoon baseball games today. We will keep you abreast of as well. So that's what we have going today as we uh, wrap up uh, this week. But the first show since coming back. Okay, here. Sam says, I agree with you. Um, I don't remember Al Rose. Is it, you been, Sam says, do you remember Al Rosen? No, I don't. I'm not that old, but I mean, I'm a baseball fan, so I do know. And Al Rosen was an executive in baseball. Uh, for a long time after his playing days as well. So no, Sam, I didn't. Rem- he's not a contemporary. No, he's a little before my time. Uh, let's get to Jason. Jason, hello. Hey, Steve. I-, I like your your list. Those are the you know, Eckstein was one of the first ones that came to my mind. I don't go back to Al Rosen, but um, obviously Wilkerson. I also thought had a, a long career but somebody I always appreciated his career and played for a long time uh was mark ellis yes um i think he's got close to 600 rbi you know uh 1400 hits something like that and played for 12 or 13 years just was a really consistent second baseman for oakland for a lot of years yes he was in my thought process as well i mean obviously because of the position he played he was he wasn't going to hit you know 40 homers you know that sort of thing um, but really, really consistent, you know, playing for mo- mostly Oakland. Yeah, and, and going forward, like kind of projecting out, what do you think about somebody like Brady Singer? The problem with him is going to be on a team he plays for. In yeah. other words, if you judge... Not getting run support. Uh, well, I mean, wins and losses, right? So if you, if you yeah. judge a, a guy's uh, productivity by wins and losses, he's playing on a bad team. So he might pitch well, but he won't have the wins to show for it. So that's going to be the problem with him. Same thing with Fiedo. You know, he's playing on a terrible Detroit team right now, even though he's pitched pretty well. Well, they uh, has, is Coar up with no the Royals? No, nope, he's Triple A. Because we were my son and I, we were in Arkansas this past week, and just so happened to go to a minor league game there, the Naturals that are just in, uh, in uh, Fayetteville. And uh, was thought it was funny we saw a sign of Brady Singer that that's where he had played. Is uh, they're a Double A Royals affiliate, um, so you know my my 
son thought that was pretty cool. But those would be those would be my three. But uh, enjoyed it, appreciate it, Steve. Okay, Jason, thank you. Uh, we'll get yours as well. And that's the other thing. I mean, look, Pete Alonzo <clears throat> is head and shoulders probably above anybody else at this point. Certainly, Jonathan India <clears throat> started out well, <clears throat> but got hurt, and he hasn't played very much at all. Um, but the Gators, you know, Di Sclafani is a starter. Fiedo is a starter. Singer is a starter on the mound. Dane Dunning is a starter. So Florida really has uh, done a really good job in terms of starting pitchers. Um, but the, the unfortunate thing is, except for Di Sclafani, they don't pitch for good teams. You know, the Rangers aren't good. The uh, the Royals certainly aren't good either. And, uh, you know, sometimes you can be a pretty good pitcher, but you don't have it to, to show, so to speak. Um, okay, let's get some more calls. 392-8255. Again, you're, tomorrow I'm going to do basketball. Okay, who are your top three Gator players in in ranking their performance in the NBA? Yeah, not college, NBA. Many people now are going to be tempted to say Al Horford, I think, because of what Al did in the NBA Finals, but we'll tackle that tomorrow. We will do that. Uh, I'll do a lot of updating today on baseball because it gives me something to talk about uh, in lieu of phone calls. Rockies 2-1 over the Marlins now, middle of the third. The Marlins actually aren't playing, and, and they have a pitcher. Let me just tell you something. Sandy Alcantara, I think, is the best pitcher in the National League. If not, he's close. He's having a tremendous year. And I think he's got a real chance to start the All-Star game. And I'm not a Marlins fan. And the Mets, who have lost so many pitchers, they lost Carrasco, but they might get Scherzer back this weekend. He just comes off a rehab start. We'll see. Braves all over the Giants, 5-1 to one in Atlanta. They're in the bottom of the second. Yeah, so the Braves, 40 and 30, uh, and playing well of late. Pirates, one nothing over the Cubs. If they're in Pittsburgh, that's in the second. Boy, David Ross having a tough time with the Cubs. They're 26 and 43 on the year. Dodgers, one nothing over the Reds. That's in the third. The Dodgers, 42 and 25. The Reds, 23 and 45. Twins and the Guardians just underway. The Guardians are really playing pretty good baseball of late. They're 36 and 28. The Twinks are 38 and 32. Good matchup there. And if you look at the Central, uh, as far as the standings are concerned, some really competitive divisions. The Yankees lead the East by 12 games. 
it is the middle of June, and they lead by 12 games. Ridiculous. Cleveland, the Guardians, taking over first place in the Central by a game over the Twins. I did not have them as a playoff team. Houston leads the West by 10. The Angels are the team that I thought would contend, and they have not, obviously. The Mets lead the Braves by four and a half in the East. The Cardinals lead the Brewers by one in the Central, but the next closest team is Pittsburgh, ten and a half out. And the Dodgers and the Padres, in a, about a tie for first place. The Padres have gotten great pitching. And the Giants, four and a half out going into today's action. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Folks, for many years I've been telling you about Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. With gas prices the way they are, they're doing the best they can to get as many vehicles and as wide a variety of vehicles as they can for you to look at and determine which vehicle you want. It's more important now than it has been in years. Go online, secars.com. You'll see the vehicles they have in stock right now. And you can check out the price points. All the pertinent information is there. You want to go see them? Well, you can, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. It's also a chance for you to test drive the vehicle. There's sales staff there always to answer questions, but never do they hard sell you. They're there to just help you pick out the car you want to get. As simple as that. And remember, whatever the vehicle, it doesn't ever lose its value when you drive it off the lot like you do with a new vehicle. It depreciates right away. Not the case at Southeast Car Agency. When you go see him in person, make sure and tell him Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Wonderful product. I've lost 111 pounds using that product. 111 pounds. You could not believe the difference. I went from a size 48 pant to a 33 pant, and I've maintained that now for over almost a year now. Yeah, absolutely. Andro 400 has helped me lose 111 pounds, and I've maintained my weight for almost a year now. Thanks, James, for that inspiring testimony and 111 good reasons to choose Andro 400. The most effective and natural way to lose belly fat, increase libido, gain energy, strength and muscle while safely boosting your testosterone levels. So guys, how many reasons do you need for trying Andro 400? Well, here are two more great reasons. Order now and get free shipping plus an additional $6 off when you use the code SAVE6. That's SAVE6. Call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435 or go to andro400.com. andro400.com. There's never been a better time to get a pair of gorgeous diamond stud earrings than right now at International Diamond Center. Listen to this. Now for a limited time, you can get an extra 20% off all diamond stud earrings and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. 
Let's say that again. You can get a pair of perfectly matched diamond stud earrings, take an extra 20% off IDC's already low price, and spread your payments out over five years without paying a dime in interest. IDC's selection of diamond studs has never been better. Hundreds and hundreds of two and four carat pairs of studs in stock now. Come and upgrade from one carat to two carats, or from two carats to four carats. With an offer like this, it's easy to splurge. Imagine a $6,000 pair of diamond studs. Take 20% off the top, then spread the rest over five years. That comes to just $80 a month. A $10,000 pair of diamond studs after the markdown gets you to $135 a month. Don't miss the biggest sale ever on diamond stud earrings. Now through June 30th only and only at International Diamond Center. Unapproved credit. The following is a commercial announcement. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung, outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. You know, it's amazing to me. Um, not one person today has called about the NBA draft. That that sport probably has taken the most decline of any I can think of. Now, we don't get a lot of hockey calls. You know, we don't get a lot of pro calls or discussion, usually, even the NFL. But I I can't remember a time, and maybe because there's no Gators, except for Nemhard, you know, who's going to be you know, even in the draft, maybe that's one of the reasons why. Um, anyway, just it's just baffling to me because you saw a lot of these guys play as collegians, and yet, you know, got uh, an email here. I've watched or listened to most of the games in the College World Series. Still stewing and how the Gators let a regional win against the Sooners slip through their fingers. The eighth inning game management still baffles. Okay. I, I got JGL. I'm going to say this again. As a fan, and he said, 
How can Sully stick with a clearly tired Slater? He wasn't tired. He just came into the game. He was not tired. Okay? So, and then playing the infield back with a lead run on third and one out, puzzling moves. As a fan of any sport, you can sit there as fans and rightfully question moves that coaches make. But Kevin O'Sullivan has said this, and you don't have to agree with it, but I will tell you this because I'm with him. He knows his personnel better than me. He knows his personnel better than you. And he felt Slater was the best option to get those outs. Period. Second guess him? Certainly. And look, that happens all the time. What if he'd gone to the bullpen and brought somebody else in and they give up runs, would you have said, well, I should have left Slater in there. I mean, that's how that works. Whenever you make a move like that, that's how it works. So, you know, like a closer, okay? If you have a, a, a guy that's done the job for you and a closer comes in the game and blows the game, why didn't he take him out? Well, okay. I mean, at this point, because he says it still stings, yeah. And the weather, you know, all that. But now, and look, give Oklahoma credit too. Look what they've done. They're going to play for a championship here. So, you know, you can say what you want, but they deserve credit too because – they used that time off to regroup and got some key hits, and look where they are. I just think you have to tip your hat to them and the job that they did. But look, over the course of a season, you're going to make you know, moves that are questionable. That's what fans do, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's great that fans do that, but... You kind of either trust your guy or you don't. By the way, Arkansas Ole Miss today at 340. Tomorrow, Lightning and the Avalanche, game five, 730. And we will have the College World Series finals for you Saturday at 645, Sunday at 2. 45. And then if a game is necessary Monday, it'll come your way at 6.45. Just FYI for you. All right. In the absence of people calling, emailing, let's give you score updates. Yeah, that's going to get me through today. Plus my talk with Jonathan Acosta, who will talk about Arkansas. Rockies and Marlins now at 2 in the third, Braves 6-1 to one over the Giants, bottom half of the third. Pirates one nothing over the Cubs in Pittsburgh, top of the third. Dodgers 3-0 over the Reds in Cincinnati, mid-third. 
Guardians and the Twins scoreless. That game is in the uh, second inning. By the way, looking at the Reds lineup, Jonathan India is in the lineup today. He's the DH, uh, and he's also gone one for one. He's hitting 247. But, again, he hasn't played a whole lot, but good to see him back in the lineup today. He's leading off, and uh, he is the DH today for Cincinnati. Good for him, getting a chance to play. Um, And, you know, Freddie Freeman, I just happened to look up his numbers. He's just cruising along in Los Angeles, hitting 303. He's one out of two today. He hadn't missed a beat. And how about this? They got a guy... This is what managers get paid for. Remember I talked to you about Sully and the moves he makes? Well, you got a guy in the Dodger lineup today, okay, Max Muncy at second base, who is hitting exactly 167. You know where he's batting today? Clean up. And you know what? He's two for two. You don't know. That's Again, that's why coaches, managers get paid what they do because there's no way in the world you'd think a guy hitting 167 would hit cleanup. But he is. And if you look at the Dodger lineup, they only have two guys hitting 300, Turner and Freeman. And the number of games the Dodgers are winning, right, I don't know what their record is, top of my head. But these are the averages for the Dodger hitters today. Ready? After 255, 167, 255, 216, 290, 203, and 191. Listen to those averages. And how many games have the Dodgers won? And, and the Reds... Listen there, 247, 266, 249, 284, 400 in limited bats, 256, 284, 203, 125. So among guys with you know qualifying at bats, only two hitters in those two games or two uh, teams have hitters hitting over 300. That's just kind of the way... You know, Major League Baseball has gone. And if you look at some of the leaders in the American League, 355 is the uh, leading hitter in all of baseball. Paul Goldschmidt, who many think is going to win the MVP in the National League, at least he would now, leads the National League in hitting at 339. And home runs... How about Aaron Judge? Crazy. 27 home runs already. And you know the major league leader in RBI is one Pete Alonzo. He leads all of baseball with 66 runs batted in. And they're talking about Jose Ramirez of Cleveland, you know, being an MVP candidate. He's got 62, but Alonzo has 66. Pretty good. And already, one of the reasons San Diego's doing so well, Taylor Rogers, 21 saves. Yeah, and Josh Hader of Milwaukee has 20. And you know what? The Braves, who got Kenley Jansen, member from the Dodgers, 
He's got 18 saves. So pretty good. 129 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400, and I've maintained my weight at 172, gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Kids are amazing. And at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing, too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost. And your child can, too. Apply today at floridakidcare.org or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at Dick Mondell's we are all on this planet together so join odyssey and find your one thing june is the month to make your pet green plastic isn't just harmful to the environment but it can be harmful to your pets too don't buy dog and cat toys made out of plastic instead look for toys made with natural materials like cotton rope wood or bamboo even better make toys out of old t-shirts socks or towels your dog or cat will love your upcycled toy just as much Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Dave Ray's Automotive. We get the bugs out of your car. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. 
A heat advisory is in effect across all of North Central Florida today. Sunny skies, highs in the upper 90s, with elevated humidity levels feeding the seas close to 110 for several hours this afternoon. And we do have a chance for a few isolated thunderstorms, especially along and east of I-75 by the evening. Tonight, very warm lows in the upper 70s. Tomorrow, hot again, highs in the upper 90s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. I think it should be at least 10 games, and I have no problem at all if it's the entire season because it's just too much. The Cleveland Browns, when they made the decision to sign Deshaun, they had to factor that into it. Hey, you may miss the whole entire season. 10 games for me or the whole season, I'm fine with either way. But it shouldn't be less than 10. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You know, it amazes me sometimes in all the years um, that I've done this show. But I think it speaks to where this genre is going. Since I brought up the thing about the email earlier about Sully and whatnot, two other people emailed and basically said the same thing the previous emailer said. And... You have every right as a fan to say, I don't agree with a coaching move. Totally get it. And i that's what this is for, right? It's a forum to say, hey, I think it was a great coaching move or I think it was a terrible coaching move or whatever that is. But the fact that that today is still being talked about and again, when I when I see things that um, Slater had nothing left in his arm, being hit hard, his ball had no movement, and Sully should have seen that and replaced him. I'm going to say again. He knows his personnel better than you. He knows his personnel better than me. It doesn't mean despite that, that the so-called, quote, right decisions are made. I'm just wondering, though, these same people that have criticized that, had he taken him out and brought somebody in and they got lit up, then what would you say? Oh, I should have taken him out. I mean, that, that, that's what happens, right? And, and coaches get paid a lot of money to make those kinds of decisions. And then about the infield playing back, that was the one that in doing the broadcast baffled me. Jeff, too. Couldn't figure that out. So if you're going to, you know, talk about whichever of those you have, that was probably the more surprising one than the others. But look, I'll just say this again. 
coaches get second-guessed all the time. You know, in football, fourth and one. You go for it and you make it, you're a genius. Fourth and one, you don't make it, you're a putz. That, I mean, that's just, you know, how the nature of this beast is. And coaches are criticized and sometimes praised, but mostly criticized today. Social media, for whatever good or bad it is, in my view, is mostly used as a criticism tool as opposed to a, hey, way to go. For whatever that's worth. 392-8255, you can email srussell at wruf.com as Michael uh, produces today. Um, Jonathan Acosta, who covers Arkansas, one of our former students, going to join us here for the last segment of the show today to preview. And, and I got to, you know, when I saw Arkansas play Florida, it's funny, you're looking at two teams in Arkansas and Ole Miss that didn't end their seasons on, well, Ole Miss did. They, they played pretty well down the stretch, but Arkansas did not. And you wondered if Ole Miss had done enough to get to the NCAA tournament. And here they are. And here sits Oklahoma. And I don't know, as a Gator fan, if you watched that team, I really thought they would beat Virginia Tech and Blacksburg. I did. That was a team that looked like they were playing with confidence, especially after they got the break in the weather where they regrouped. I will continue to say this. It doesn't matter. But if the weather had not happened, Florida would have won and moved on. You could just see how poorly Oklahoma, they were just tired and hot. Again, history. We know that. Um, okay, let me get uh, a couple of score updates before we get Jonathan here uh, to end today. I don't know if you have a preference. I, I kind of want Ole Miss to win because I like Bianco. Uh, he is always accessible. Uh, you know, when Florida plays Ole Miss, he always comes on here. Dave Van Horn is not. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I, I just I'm if I'm if I'm pulling for somebody today, it's Ole Miss. I'd like to see them get to the World Series final and see what happens with that. All right. Uh, before Jonathan, we'll talk with Richard. Richard, hello. Steve, uh, this thing about Al Rosen, that's really great. Uh Great baseball, Gator history. I really appreciate that. I was not aware of any of that. Yeah, he was. I mean, for a period of five or six years, he was. I mean, he's the MVP, and he was also, as the numbers showed, he was really, really good. He just didn't play a long time. This is with Cleveland, right? Correct. Yep. In the this is before me, before you, but they had some big time teams in the fifties. Oh yeah, they were second. 
to the Yankees. Casey Stangle and that bunch. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, Bob but, Feller but, and all those guys. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, Hall of Fame, Bob Feller, Hall of Fame, early win. Yep. And I think should be in the Hall of Fame anyway. Larry Doby, the first black American in the American League. Jackie Robinson of the American League. I thought he played for a different team, but I could be wrong. I, I, I believe it's Cleveland. Okay. And also... Dick Wirtz, who hit that thing, and Willie Mays ran it down in the outfield. You know, it's the iconic baseball catch, if you know what and I'm talking about. 54, yeah, yep. 54 World Series. He ran like half a mile and got under it and caught it. and Yeah, so Cleveland, that, that's great uh, great stuff. Al Rosen, I didn't know about, though. Yeah, he was, uh, like I said, really, really good. Um, and, and What was one year he had 148 RBIs? Yeah, him? and you're right about Larry Doby. Um, he spent yeah, yeah, nine yeah. seasons with Cleveland, but he was traded. I'm looking this up now. I'm cheating. Uh, he was traded after the 55 season to the White Sox. So when he played for Cleveland, he did play for him for quite a bit of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, uh, Cleveland and Chicago, I think they traded players kind of back and forth quite a bit. And, you know, it was a short train ride or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, Steve. Okay. I'm glad you're back. Yep, thank you, Richard. Good. Appreciate your call. Yeah, uh, Larry Doby, um, obviously a Hall of Famer. Um, and, you know, it's, isn't it funny how his uh, his home runs, he had 273 homers. That's it. But, you know, he was pretty good uh, for quite a while in the big leagues. Um all right, let's get one more email here, and then we'll get to Jonathan. PB says the unofficial weather report for Gainesville this afternoon is like a sauna out here. Equally unofficial advice, stay inside with a cold beverage. Yep. I mean, it's even hot by Gainesville standards today. Um, so be careful out there, as they used to say in Hill Street Blues. All right, Jonathan is next. Talk about Arkansas 143. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry ESPN. 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Right now at International Diamond Center, you can get that Rolex watch you've always dreamed of and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. That's right. Now for a limited time, IDC's incredible five-year zero interest plan is available on over 800 luxury pre-owned Rolex watches. Luxury timepieces have never been so affordable. IDC's buyers have scoured the country, buying up only the best of the best pre-owned Rolexes, the ones you can't find anywhere else. Daytonas, Batmans, Pepsis, Datejusts, Submariners, each one carefully and Inspected and in pristine condition. If you've been trying to find a Rolex, you know what a challenge it is. But IDC has the model you want in stock now at a very competitive price. And now through June 30th, you can pick out the Rolex you've always wanted. We'll make it more affordable than ever with special five years zero interest financing. Hurry in for the best selection. We've got hundreds of Rolex watches for both men and women. Don't miss this opportunity to get the Rolex you deserve only at International Diamond Center. Unapproved credit, some restrictions apply. See store for details or shopidc.com. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell. You know, we're in the most active season of the year right now. But if you have joint pain, you can't live like you want to. It just takes the fun out of living. 
but I've got fantastic news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Yes, you can get real relief from pain with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Stop putting it off. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550 and get your life back. Protect your hard-earned savings from inflation with Radiant Credit Union's Adjustable Rate Certificate. Many investors are waiting and watching as interest rates continue to climb, but inflation could be eating away the value of your savings. Our new Adjustable Rate Certificate lets you invest now, knowing that twice each year, your rate will automatically adjust to keep up with interest rates. Learn more at RadiantCU.org protect. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall, we do them all. When was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience? A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus, with our 8011 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, Deland, and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Well, we're going to have the College World Series game today live, beginning at 3.40. Arkansas hanging on last night to beat Ole Miss. Same two teams. Today, the winner plays Oklahoma for the Men's College World Series Championship. Jonathan Acosta, sports anchor reporter for KFSM-TV in Fayetteville, joins us to talk about the Razorbacks. Jonathan, welcome, man. i I, I got to ask this. I was in Hoover uh, doing the Gator games, and Arkansas had a rather rude exit, and I'm thinking, yeah, they're not playing great, but uh, they've rebounded nicely. What's What's been behind that? Steve, the key for Arkansas has to be the pitching, and it really has been all season. When they got off to a pretty good start, they were in the top five early in the year. Their pitching was rolling. They had a solid weekend rotation with Connor Nolan, Hagen Smith, and Jackson Wiggins. When they started to stumble over the last month of the season and then the SEC tournament, their pitching really let them down. The offense wasn't good enough to a point where it could pick them back up. But since the postseason has started in regional and super regional play, their starting pitching has been excellent. Connor Nolan has rebound his form, and they found a guy in Will McIntyre that was only getting midweek starts in, in about April, and he got his first two non-in-state 
starts uh, in the Super Regional against North Carolina, and then he started that game against Auburn in which he was excellent. So those two guys have really hammered down the starting pitching for Arkansas. And then in the bullpen, they just have so much depth that if one guy hasn't been pitching well, Dave Van Horn has been quick to pull the plug on them and find a guy who can get in there and get some outs. And really, the, the pitching has been what's led Arkansas to this point. Speaking of that, Jonathan, what's the setup today? How does Arkansas look as far as the staff today? So today, they're going back to their ace, Connor Nolan. He was excellent in his first start here at the College World Series on Saturday in that 17-2 win over Stanford. He lasted seven and two-thirds innings, only one earned run. He has been the most constant player for this Arkansas team, either with the bat or on the mound. Overall, he's been the most consistent player all season long. They're going to go back to him. Ole Miss is going with their ace and Dylan DeLucia. So this is really what you want to see in a winner-take-all game. Both teams throwing their aces. Best guy out there can lead their team to the men's college World Series finals. It's set up to be an excellent game. You know, Arkansas, Dave Van Horn's done, as you know, a remarkable job with Arkansas, and he's done pretty well head-to-head with Kevin O'Sullivan, too, which is one of the few coaches that can say that. But sometimes you look at Arkansas offensively, you know, in Chapel Hill, they score four runs in each game and win twice. And, and then they scored, what, uh, three yesterday? Offensively, this is, has this been sort of an up-and-down team? I'd say overall, those games are kind of the outliers the ones that you mentioned. Because I'd say ever since, they started to find a little bit of a groove in Hoover. But really, in regional, super regional NCAA tournament play, they've been very good. If you remember, they were part of that Stillwater Regional. That was the highest scoring regional in NCAA baseball history. They had a game where they put up 20 runs against Oklahoma State. I think they scored double digits in another one. Uh, here at the College World Series, they had uh, nine runs in one of their wins. And then... 17 runs in that win over Stanford. So overall, I'd say the offense has been pretty good. They have a really good core in that middle of the lineup of Caden Wallace, Chris Lanzilli, and Michael Turner. They've been excellent so far. And they have a freshman who was batting towards the bottom of the lineup, Caden Stovall. They've moved them up into the number two spot um, ahead of uh, the game two days ago against Auburn. And Stovall was excellent. He had a five-hit day. So they, like I said, this lineup has really started to, to find its groove. And yesterday, even they had some opportunities to score more than three runs. Uh, in that eighth inning, they had bases loaded with one out. I thought personally that they were going to rue that missed opportunity when Ole Miss loaded the bases in the ninth. But Jack Morris ended up bailing them out and wasn't that winner take all good. Jonathan, I was going to ask you about Stovall because uh, he did move up to the two-hole, but yesterday went 0 for 5. And one game doesn't, you know, make anything. Do you think he'll stick in the two-hole today? I think he'll stick in the two-hole because they swapped him out with Brady Slavins, who has really been in, in a slump here as of the last maybe maybe week or so. Now, he found one good way to break the slump is to hit the longest home run in college in the history, <laughs> right. which is exactly what he did. 436 feet to straightaway center field. I've never seen a home run hit like that dead on to center field. But other, other than that... Slavin's going to have that great of a day at the plate. So I think they keep Stovall. Stovall just had so much talent. And I think that they've had Braden Webb lead off the game, I think, three separate times with an extra base hit here in Omaha at the College World Series. So to have Stovall be able to sit number two behind Webb, just get a base and already get Arkansas on the board, go one through five uh, all the way down to Lane Philly, I think, I think they keep Stovall in that number two spot. I got to ask you, you know, with, with Florida baseball, I've been to Omaha several times, but – you, you, you get a chance there. What What's the atmosphere like? What's it been like for you to see this? It, it's funny. So I've been to Omaha once before, and it was with the 2017 team. Yep. But I was here for the 
I was here for the finals, and and it was about 90% LSU fans. Florida fans, they turn they turn out well for a lot of things, but you know those LSU fans with baseball are just a different breed. So it, it was overwhelmingly LSU fans. So it's kind of interesting to get here for the beginning, be here when all eight teams are here, see all the fan bases, and I'll tell you, it's been electric. So many good, passionate baseball fan bases. Arkansas and Ole Miss, certainly the top two, so it's fitting that they're playing today. But a lot of other teams have really surprised me with their turnout. Notre Dame had a good contingent here. Texas A&M had a good contingent here. And, and it really opened my eyes to just how much of a party Omaha is, uh, especially at the beginning of the College World Series. But just to touch on that note with Florida baseball, I said this about a month ago that this Arkansas team kind of reminds me of Florida in the sense of this isn't Arkansas's most talented team that they've ever had. And when Florida won the College World Series in 2017, that wasn't the best team. That wasn't the most dominant team that Florida had had under Kevin O'Sullivan either. But what both teams have in common is that they've kind of grinded out wins. They're, they're gritty teams that just find a way to keep winning and stay alive. Florida was able to ride that to the championship in 2017. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Arkansas does the same this year. Well, I just was going to put you on the spot because both teams are throwing their aces. Who do you like today? I, I don't want to come across off as a homer because I, I cover Arkansas, but I told my sports director when we arrived here that just momentum that they have from going on the road and winning the world regional, a world super regional, that this team reminds me of that Florida team that they come to Omaha and they just find a way to get it done. I, I, I was actually telling that I have kind of a bad feeling about this specific game today, but a good feeling overall about their tournament when we got here. I said that they would get to the championship series and win it. I have to, I have to at least stick with, with that prediction. So I'm, I'm going to go with, with a tight game here. I'm going to go a seven to five here in, in Omaha, and then they book a spot in the Men's College World Series final against their next-door neighbors in Oklahoma. Yeah, that'll be fun. Jonathan, I appreciate you, man. Enjoy Omaha. I know you have. It should be fun later on today. And uh, appreciate you coming back and talking to us. Thanks for having me, Steve. Take care. Okay, Jonathan. Thank you. One of our own, Jonathan Acosta, out live in Omaha covering the Men's College World Series, working at a TV station uh, in Fayetteville doing that. Arkansas, by the way, 46-20. and 20. Ole Miss, 39-23 and 23 on the year. You know, Arkansas, we all know the struggles Ole Miss had. Again, we saw them in uh, in Hoover, and when they played there, Arkansas went out in two. Alabama beat them four to three. Florida beat them seven to five. And before that, Alabama had taken Arkansas two out of three. Vanderbilt had beaten Florida two out of three. So I, I had beaten Arkansas two out of three. So they weren't playing great baseball. But you you know you got to get hot. Uh, at the right time, and they certainly, certainly did that. And again, coverage of the game today, live right here, beginning at 3.40. All right, going to give you, uh, as we say goodbye today, last look at some of the big league games going on today and the scores. Um, Rockies and Marlins are 2-2. That game is in the mid-fifth down in Miami. Braves all over the Giants today, 7-2. to two. Uh, That game's in the middle of the fifth inning. Pirates, 3-2 over the Cubs. That's in Pittsburgh, top of the fifth. Dodgers, 5-1 at Cincinnati, end of the fourth. And in this game, uh, Jonathan India is back in the lineup. 
He is one for two, hitting uh, 243 on the season, is Indy. Um, it's too bad. He, I mean, his season just started poorly because he got hurt. Guardians and Twins are scoreless. That game in the third inning in Minnesota. And uh, one of our own, Alexa Harley, is working for the Twins. Um, so she's enjoying better weather because when they started the season, it was just bitter, bitter cold in Minneapolis. And uh, two other afternoon games today, Cardinals and the Brewers. The Cardinals have taken over. Well, they're in about a flat-footed tie. The Cardinals are 40-31. and 31. The Brewers are 39-32. and 32. And the Mariners and the Athletics, it looks like the A's are going to uh, have to get a new home because they are just not doing anything when it comes to a new stadium because the Oakland Coliseum is just horrendously bad. And apparently the uh, team owners have uh, been spending a lot of time in Vegas. The Las Vegas A's? Yeah, kind of a certain ring to it, right? Um, but, um, you know, we will see what happens. Um, all right. Our thanks today to Jonathan Acosta talking to us about Arkansas and uh, Blake Alderman, 24-7 Sports, talking Gator football recruiting. Shamar James, Gator football player, with us tomorrow. Obviously, we'll look at the NBA draft to see what happens I cannot believe we did not have a call about the NBA draft today. That just, but we'll see what happens with that tonight. And then uh, we'll wrap up the week with a Friday edition of Sports Scene. Thanks to Michael for producing the broadcast today. Uh, And uh, we'll see what happens here tomorrow. And we'll also take a look at who's going to be in the uh, Men's College World Series, Series Final, whether it be Arkansas or whether it be Ole Miss to face Oklahoma, which would normally be an all-SEC final. Not quite yet, but getting close. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your day. Gainesville-U251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.